Hi, I'm Shelley. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to One Lump or Two, the boldest breast cancer podcast yet. Join us each week as we offer an intimate glimpse into the challenges, triumphs and unexpected levity of facing breast cancer head on in our 30s. Now let's pull back the curtain and dive on in. Hiya. How's your week been? Yeah, it's been good actually. How's yours? Been all right. I'm um, going on a date on Saturday. Oh. Yeah, I know. Basically, we're going to talk about dates. I know, yeah. So tell me about your date. Where you go? So, well, we're just going for a coffee and a walk, which is actually going to be quite nice. Um, hopefully, the weather will be not pissing it down. So we're just going to... So he said, do I want to meet him where he lives or does he want to come to me? And I was like, do you know what? I'm actually sick and tired of like going to meet guys. So like, you can come to me. So it'll be quite nice. Like, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it. He's sort of like, I don't know him, but one of my friends like knows of him. And she told me she thought he was really fit, so... Friend of a friend is a good... Friend of a friend. So not a total stranger. Well, he's, he's a stranger to me, but, like, he's known in the community. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where on our barometer of men do we think he's going to hold it? Oh, God. Um, you just don't if he's a friend of a friend, we'd hope... I he... hope he's a decent human being, right? I think he will be a little bit, or he's got rubbish friends. <laughs> well, even, he's not even like friends with my friend he's like friends with my friend's friends <laughs> so it's quite far removed but i think he should be a de- he seems like a decent guy um we actually matched like three different times on hinge because i've like deleted it so many times yeah explain our relationships you don't have a relationship at the moment but yeah so uh i am engaged from a cancer treatment congratulations thank you uh i'm in a long-term relationship with my long-term partner shane he's somewhere around the house at the moment he's all right (laughs) he's quite a good egg as far as eggs go seems so um he proposed while he proposed the day he shaved my hair off that's really romantic yeah Yeah, really sweet completely surprising i was bold and naked and what a nice way to turn like a really shitty day into like something yeah, positive that is definitely like did it that way he says that he knew he was going to propose the day my hair was coming off yeah but he didn't know that that was the day my hair was okay got her. um so he didn't have the ring yet it was delayed a couple of days because i just got up one day and went was he trying to persuade you like no shave it off today i think maybe friday is today <laughs> It's fine. He just proposed without a ring. To be honest, it didn't even like dawn on me that there wasn't a ring. Yeah, I was too busy being like, "I'm bold and I'm naked. What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> and then, so I've been with him the whole way through treatment. For I don't know how long we've been together now. Four years. Yeah, three years, something like that. You're single. I'm single. <laughs> Very single. Feeling <laughs> really hard to get. Oh, you. You're not the problem. Either. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is not me. They're the problem. They're the problem. So I've been single for like six years now, maybe seven, uh, six and a half. Anyway, um, so I've been single throughout the throughout the whole treatment process. I've been single, and so now I'm sort of navigating, like trying to date after cancer. Which dating, I think, at the moment is tricky. Anyway, I think online dating is hard. So I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I've never had to do it. I know Shane from back in my school days. And we've just played around each other for a really long time and then got together. I've never had to do the online yeah. dating thing. I feel like, and this is going to sound like really big headed of me, but 
I've never really had a problem <laughs> getting like boyfriends in the past. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been fairly like, I want just... you, you're mine. Oh, so good. Oh, like I've always just had someone that like I've connected with and mm -hmm. it's just led to a relationship and like that's been really nice. Whereas now it's like, it's really difficult. One date me. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm not desperate. I actually, I'm I'm finding signal. I'm signal signal. Cut that out. I'm finding signal. <laughs> I'm finding signal. Oh my god, Walt. We can't get it out now. It keeps happening. Okay, so I'm fine. Are you sure you're fine being single? Because <laughs> I'm playing. Oh. Um, I'm actually fine being single. Um, I'm quite good in my own company. I'm, I'm an in. I am really like an independent person. I'm just at a point now. Cuddle. I really just want a cuddle. Like genuinely, I just want someone to be there when I get home from work, and I can just cuddle them, and we can watch the movies and do other fun things. Um, so yeah, I would quite like a partner at this point in my life, but yeah, it's it's been a struggle to say the least. In the time I've known you, you've been on hinge, off hinge, on hinge, mm -hmm. off hinge. You yeah. know, because like the men are just absolute douchebags. They say oh. not all men are douchebags. All men are douchebags, <laughs> <laughs> except the good egg downstairs. He's, yeah, he's all right. He's all right. And, do you want to tell us some of your funny stories? Because there's been a quite a few. Yeah, even since knowing you, I've been on. Yeah. So I've been trying to date, I'd say, for maybe a year now. I think the first time I started dating, maybe I wasn't quite ready. Um, but yeah, I think I've had hinge like four times now in the space of a year. So what, have you, um, what have you got on, what does your profile say about you? I mean, I can get it up. Wait, where's my phone? Yeah, get it up. Let's have a look. Let's have a little look at my profile. Any tips? Send them my way the way I need them. So I, it's changed recently. So this is one of the times where like I've only had Hinge for like a couple of weeks now because I deleted it like months ago <laughs> because I went on a really bad date, which I'm actually not going to tell you about. It's actually a bit of a sad story. <laughs> Try to keep it light, okay? Um, but I will tell you I came home and cried. So that's all you need to know. Uh, so at the moment, I've just got some pictures of me. Oh my god! In like god. pretty dresses. Obviously got like what I'm looking for, my age, my height, or all, all the normal stuff that you yeah. put in. And then I've got um prompts and I used to have a prompt that said like the one thing you should know about me is I'm missing a boob or I've only got one boob, whatever. Yeah. And now I've got a prompt and it says, Try to guess what's about me, which body part am I missing? That's only been on there a couple of weeks, but it's already better, I think. Yes. It's quite a good icebreaker and people do sort of like chat and you have a bit of a joke about like people's stupid guesses. Or people have boring guesses, like a lot of people have said appendix, which A isn't a body part. Um so why would that be your thing on It's such a classic thing. Like that's a boring thing to have like trick. I wouldn't have had that on hinge if that was the answer because yeah. it's a boring answer. A lot of people have guessed um like little finger or like little toe or something. Because I guess like obviously in the pictures it's quite clear I've got all my arms and legs. Um I look fairly like whole. <laughs> yeah, you look whole. Um so yeah, there's a picture of me in a bikini as well, which I think that picture is quite obvious that I'm missing a boob. I don't think it is though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's to my eyes. the edge of your scar. Yeah, because I know that you've got a scar there. Yeah, but other than that, I I, I don't think it looks no. So you can't tell in that one either. Um, that's a really nice picture. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's my friend Helen. 
She's the one who knows. Oh, hello. <laughs> She's the one who knows the guys I'm going to go uh, take with. Yeah. Ew. I like Helen. She looks lovely. She is lovely. I mean, you look great there. Thank well. you. I've got my fake <laughs> boob on actually in this one. So, yeah. I, yeah. I this one here, the last one. Oh, I know. It's like a real boob. It does, actually. You never know. Yeah. So that's why people, I think, just like people that were like, yeah. No, no, no. That's close to your hair. No, that's a wig. That's a wig. Yeah. And then just a couple of That's like the most recent mm-hmm. one. The thing is about my profile as well, like I don't have that many like super recent, like nice pictures. Yeah. Because as we discussed last week, we don't go out and get dressed. Yeah. So I'm wearing a wig in half of these pictures. You can't tell it's a wig. No, you can't. It's like a natural one. And actually this wig is really quite close to your hair now. It is. It's, yeah. It's a bit long. But healthier <laughs> so yeah my profile is quite like classic i think apart from the whole like which body part am i missing and yeah i used to tell people straight out that i had a boob missing i think mainly because like i want to filter out the assholes yeah did you find when it said i'm missing a boob that your conversations were, were centered around that because you'd been definitely so i'm here yeah and that that was like the first thing people would ask me about which is fine because I've put it out there but I think I started to get annoyed because like it's not the only thing about me that is interesting so I think I've deleted that in the end because I was like I just don't want people to immediately be like I mean obviously now like people are guessing what body part I'm missing and ultimately it it leads to me sort of saying that it's for fun conversation conversation, yeah why do you really have exactly Um, I've had some like funny responses so like one guy asked me if I was born that way. So I obviously said, I've only got one boob. And he messaged me and was like, were you born like that? I was like... <laughs> we just have so many problems with that question because you are born a child without boobs. never even thought about it that way. Just like, grow one boob? Yeah. And so I was just a bit like, no, hun. Like, is anyone just born without, like just one boob just grows like i don't i've never heard of that um so i was just like no mate that's that's weird <laughs> so i've had some funny responses um i actually told i was in a funny mood one day and one guy just asked me outright like how did you lose your boob and i just thought it'd be really funny to tell him that i'd lost it in a sharp chat <laughs> i think that's a pretty obvious lie yeah like that's surely that's a lie um and he genuinely like believed me and it turns out he was like really into scuba diving and so he was like really interested <laughs> um so it really all just aided into my line i just sort of like kept on going with this lie um and I, but I, I thought it was obvious because i basically described the plot of do you know the film um oh with blake lively in it the shot i think it's called the shallows yes um where she gets knocked off her surfboard and then she gets stranded on a rock and she has to try and get rid of the great white yeah so I basically described the whole plot of that movie. <laughs> you were Blake Lively. I was Blake Lively. <laughs> dream. I'm a dream, exactly. But apart from like she got bitten in the leg, whereas I got bitten in the boob. And I had the problem for me. <laughs> and he just bought this lie. And I, in the end, I just felt so bad because he wanted to go on a date with me. And he was like, oh, he was like, I'm so interested in this story. Like, should we go on a date to like discuss this further? And I was like, no, I'm really sorry. Like, I've just been lying to you. <laughs> That's how, like, some ridiculous responses I've had to, like, my one boob. I always make it obvious that I've gone through cancer, usually before I meet someone, because it just comes up. Like, when you're having general conversation with people, 
about, you know, what have you been up to like in the last couple of years? You don't want to you don't want to get onto a date and then come up with it and then be like, Oh, I've got one boob and then like see see in their face. See that they're in their eyes. Yeah. What the fuck do I do about that? Exactly. How do I ask about that? Yeah. But because then that puts the whole pressure of the thing back on you yeah and at least if you've had the conversation before yeah and they still choose to go on a date with you whatever happens from there is definitely on them and it was actually right i feel that's why i wanted to put it out i think because i just wanted to filter because people are going to be uncomfortable with it and that's just life and that's just something like like i have to deal with now but i'd rather just not waste my time on people who are going to find it like yeah uncomfortable or difficult or like i don't want to date someone who's had cancer like okay fuck off <laughs> it's like, really superficial isn't it? it's really superficial yeah you're essentially bearing your soul by, yeah. by putting it out there and then mm-hmm. they're going oh i don't want that when you are more than your a hundred percent yeah anything else and i think i have sort of toyed with the idea of like is it the right thing to do to put it out there straight away but i Personally, obviously, everyone will have their own opinions, but like I personally prefer to put it out there because if people aren't okay with it, I don't want to know you. Yeah. Like if you've had if you've had that reaction of like, oh fuck, like oh my god, I don't know if I want to date someone that's only got one yeah. people or that's only that's had cancer. Like, and I, okay, I don't I don't want to waste my time. Like, you date go and date someone else then. When I was diagnosed, I I gave Shane an out quite quickly. I I, I genuinely texted said like, if you don't want to do this with me now's the time to go and yeah you can leave scot-free no judgment i get this is going to be horrible get this is going to be difficult and if you can't or don't want to do this that's fine yes also i didn't want to be the cancer patient girlfriend yeah it's really hard to describe but i i gave him an out from Mm -hmm. that side of it thankfully to imagine (laughs) yeah <laughs> never occurred to me that you might. No. I mean, if he did like that, so well, that's so bad. Like, you're the one going through it, and then, like, the person that's supposed to love you is like, okay, but I'm fucking. Like, oh my God. And, like, I'm, to be honest, I'm all about making people uncomfortable. Like, if the fact that I've had cancer makes you uncomfortable, like, you're not a good person in my opinion exactly it's your problem and i don't want to deal with that so i'd rather just get that out of the way immediately yeah but most people to be fair most people well most people say they're fine with it in reality like it might be a different story but most people are like oh cool that's nice i mean the the thing that i've had which annoys me the most actually is people that are just like okay cool but like you're fine now aren't you like that's usually like the response I get from people once I've told them I've had cancer. My eyes are so wide. <laughs> it's a shot. Like you're fine, Ashley. Um, I think a lot of going to keep people. Is it? That would be cool. So yeah, that's a lot of people's responses. Oh, but oh, right, you're okay now, though, aren't you? Yeah. And I have to be a bit like, well, I don't think I'm ever really okay. I've had cancer, like, I'm still very much, like, I mean, I'm better, sure, yeah. than I was two years ago. I'm not still having chemotherapy and surgery, but this is my life, and it's yeah. part of my life. I think that's what people don't necessarily understand when they, like, when you're dating or when you first meet someone, people don't understand what goes on yeah. with cancer diagnosis. From your point of view as well, you want to meet someone, right, and have all of that. Yeah. And all of this is still ongoing. You've still got, like, loads of years of medical stuff yeah and you don't need someone to be a part of that no. you've done that you've done that bit yeah but that's still got to be a part of your relationship 100%. So they still have to be okay yeah with, you know the one boob yeah 
doctor's visits and all that kind of stuff. I don't think people realise what goes into it. People, 100%. Unless they've, like, had experiences themselves, like, they know someone or they've gone through cancer themselves, um, which isn't usually... I've never never talked to anyone that has cancer on hinge. Um, So, yeah, unless they've had a personal experience of it, they don't understand what you go through. And, like, yeah, cancer is a part of my life now. It's part of your life. Yeah. It's going to be that way forever. Yeah. Regardless, like, in, you know, in 10 years' time when the hospital appointments have stopped and, you know, I might not be on any medication anymore... That like trauma is still gonna be yeah. Bonding. What you're asking for is completely different. Yeah, I'm just thought that I was asking for. Yeah, say because I was saying you know yeah you have to ride this out with me. Yeah, it doesn't matter how ugly it gets. You're in if you're in. Yeah. Whereas you're saying I've done the ugly bit on my own. I just need to be able to come home after I've been stabbed, and you'd be like. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Tea and a biscuit. Well done. Yeah. Well, it's not like I want my whole life to be cancer. Like that's yeah. absolutely not what I want. So I'm not asking someone to come in and be my like therapist. Like I already have yeah. a therapist who I love. Um, so I'm not asking you to be my therapist. I just want to have a normal, normal and yeah, you know, yeah, judgmental, non-judgmental relationship with someone. <laughs> is when people are like, oh, I know, I know someone who had cancer. This there was one guy who I think did go on a date with in the end against my better judgment i'm really not sure why so the the first thing he said when he found out i had cancer was oh i knew a girl who had cancer she died that's genuinely what he said that's exactly what you want yeah Uh, people always want to tell you like their story like oh i know my my mom had cancer or my like so and so had cancer and it's like okay i don't need to send most of Oh, if they die. Oh, yeah. He was straight away. And I replied and I was like, yo, it's nice to hear the good news story. Like, are you joking? Lol. He had to dig himself out of a hole by saying like, oh, yeah, but she was really into like homey, is it homeopathy? When it's like just no like actual medicine to yeah. hospital, just sort of like organic yeah. herbs and stuff. She was really into that. It's like she thought that was going to, yeah, she thought that was going to cure her and like she died. And I was just like, wow, okay. Um, I don't need to hear that story like it's not comforting for me to hear that story um so yeah it's, it's a mixed bag it's a very interesting world the world of online dating did you go on a date i don't know actually flags a straight away red i mean i wasn't even get he didn't get a second date <laughs> that was actually the guy who um asked me how many times i masturbated what? so i should have seen that coming why did he ask that though so what was that so what was it world masturbation <laughs> No, I don't think it is. It's a place for everything now. So he basically, when we went on a date, you get some people who are not not bothered about the cancer. They will never ask you a question about the cancer. And you get some people who are fucking like so interested and want to ask you like nonstop. The conversation is literally cancer, uh, which I hate. Yeah. Um, And he basically was asking me loads of questions about like, menopause and this that and the next and whether my libido had gone in the menopause and i I mean i was honest and said like yeah "Yeah, like i my libido sort of shot to shit really like it's pretty low um and then he was like how many times did you masturbate and i was like wow like this is getting really personal and then so he told me how many times he masturbated at least once a day in case anyone's wondering and i was like i just said to him i was like well we're not that well yeah that's the case you're masturbating every at least at least, least once a day, day, which probably means two or three times a day. Like, are you are you okay? Yeah. What are you doing with all of this? Like, I don't know how he's got that much free time. 
I don't know. But that was that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favourite ones, uh, mainly because they have traumatised you less, <laughs> are the ones where they've asked us your Instagram. And so Shelley's Instagram is beautiful. And she's got some really nice, beautiful pictures of herself on there, her scars, her body. Um, I think it's fabulous. Other people, his own men, have taken one look at it and suddenly they never heard from me. Yeah. Which that really got to me. Baffling. Yeah. Yeah. It, the first one really upset you. Really upset me. The second one, quite so much. Yeah. I said to you at the time, it's 100% a judgment on them because they've taken face value. They probably haven't even read the things you've written alongside those images. Yeah. What blows my mind is how superficial that is yeah. because they didn't even give you the chance no. to talk about your life outside of that. But the thing is, like, they knew that I'd had cancer yeah. before they even... Because like, you don't... I haven't linked my Instagram to my Hinge account, so, like, they basically asked to see it. And I was like... They, they, they basically said, like, oh, it's easier to chat on Instagram, so can you send me on Instagram? And I was like, that's such bullshit, mate. Like, yeah. it's the same chatting on Hinge as it is on Instagram. Like, you just want to check out my photos, which is fine. Like, just be honest about it. My Instagram's open anyway. It's not private. So I just gave it, gave my handle to them. And yeah, never heard from either of them again. One of them just didn't message me and the other one just unmatched me immediately. Oh, like, didn't even. I really like she and I didn't talk to afterwards and I was like, don't tell him your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that to yourself. Honestly, and it, I think those like happen so quickly, like the one after the other, and it's never happened to me before. And I think it just upset me quite a lot because I just didn't think how much cancer was going to affect my dating life. And I, so I think it was just a bit of a like shock that people could be so cruel. And I think it's not just about cancer. I think this is the issue of online dating in general. Is it's so easy to just never speak to someone ever again and then not feel fair about their feelings. To me, it feels like you're shopping. Like, yeah, you are. You're browsing. Official looking at the pictures. It it makes it too easy to judge. Yeah, 100%. I don't have thick enough skin to do it if I ever had to do it. It's hard regardless. And then you throw cancer into the mix and it's just a whole new ball game, basically. I just didn't think it was going to be quite as difficult as it is. I didn't realize that people were gonna react the way they do i have been on dates that have been fine and it's yeah. just a case of like we've not clicked some really nice yeah people um so it's not all bad yeah. but there have been some moments where i've just thought oh my god like i just had no idea it was going to be this way some of these men are just awful though yeah I, it's different now because i have strong boundaries now like quite strong since going through cancer like i've set very strong boundaries for myself like sorry mum and dad um, I was fairly like loose, I guess. <laughs> like I would sleep with people on a first date. Like I'd sleep with people like after nights out. Like it wouldn't, you know, it wasn't going to take much. Whereas now, because I'm not very sexually confident, you know, I do have body image issues. I've only got one bead. Cancer's killed my libido, so. It is very much a case of have very strong boundaries. I'm not going to sleep with you immediately. It's going to, it takes me a long yeah. time to sort of be comfortable enough to want to like sleep with people. So a lot of these guys are after like a quick shag and nothing else. Yeah. So I've been on dates where like the date's gone well. And after that, they basically invited me over to have sex with them and then leave. And like that's not insane. He didn't, you know, specifically actually, he did actually say that. I feel like I'm trying to like, 
don't come from. I know. Yeah, I feel like I'm trying to cover this guy, and I shouldn't. Like, name and shape, baby. He literally, he literally invited me over for an hour and a half to sleep with him, and then he wanted me to leave. And to be fair, I don't think I would have done that before. But there are def- there have been other guys that like I went on a date with. I, mean, I went on. I might have thought about it, like Time for this. Netflix. Yeah, like Netflix and chill. Like trying to go back to mine. Like probably would have done that. Like, <laughs> Whereas now I'm like, I absolutely wouldn't do that because I have to feel comfortable enough with someone yeah. in order to like be be intimate and you know getting I've been together. Yeah. So how has that like affected your sex uh, life? I think it's basically not a good thing. Yeah. A seriously healthy sex life. What's going on? Wow, I love it. So healthy. Yeah. Honestly, our sex life is was one of the best things about how often would you have sex i thought maybe like three four times a week yeah, could be doing something together as long as we've known each other have been unable to keep our hands off each other yeah and obviously my libido is dead mm-hmm. which is really tough on jane because he's gone from having sex with me all the time to being really, really poorly to me coming out the other side of it and just being like, ugh. I hate the way I look naked. Mm-hmm. I just, I look at myself and I see my scar and I see the extra weight and I don't feel confident even with someone that I love to the end of the year. Yeah. Um, and we, I've tried all sorts. I've done all the normal things that they suggest, like lube and everything. I use this ridiculous, oh, oh God, yeah. tell, us, tell us about the weird cream that they prescribe to you. Here. So when you're in the menopause, you have a dry vagina, basically. Very dry. And, like, all of your skin, like, just doesn't stretch at all. That, that's <laughs> the main problem. Like, there's no stretch oh, in the skin. Oh, I didn't know that. So you're... I've not had sex for a while. <laughs> you're not missing out. I think they're good. It's almost like you're just trying to, like, push something into a hole that's got no give at all. So it's really, really painful. And, like, you know when you might not remember but you know when you first have sex and it's like painful where like yeah. you're stretching for that first time it's like that yeah it's horrible they gave me this cream estriol <laughs> it's like the consistency of savlon and it goes in this i'm just currently it's like doing shelly a ridiculous syringe it's like, long, like, like tube. the length of your like fingers tampon applicator but long but long yeah and you fill this up and you put it inside you and then you squirt it up inside you and it doesn't go anywhere your body absorbs a little bit but it just leaks out and you wake up you meant to do it at night time you wake up in the morning with just like everywhere just like weird and it's so grim it's so unsexy (laughs) like i can't even have sex until like my body's sorted that out and i've sorted that out which isn't sexy well the whole point of that cream is to like make you feel like you want to have sex and it's doing yeah and make, it, make it possible i've not had a lot of luck with it at all no so it's meant to use it so well firstly it comes with the longest patient information leave that i've seen in my entire life and right near the bottom it says do not prescribed to people who have had breast cancer <laughs> i get i probably doesn't contain estrogen or something uh, uh, it's low level estrogen and because it's localized it's meant to be okay 
Um, but I read that and immediately went straight back and I was like, why are you prescribing me yeah. this thing that says I shouldn't have this thing? And they explained that in low levels, it should be fine. So meant to do it three times a week for the first month. And then it's once a week ongoing afterwards. I've done it three times a week for the last month and it's just not having any effect. Every yeah. time we try and have sex, they end up in tears, which is not a nice place to be because then I'm tired from putting my body through that. I'm upset from putting my body through yeah. that. I then create that association with that environment. Yeah. The next time it comes round, I catch myself quite often saying to Shane, like, oh, please be careful. Yeah. Not being careful. Yeah. Being rough. But you're like, tight. Wrapping it in. Or like, <laughs> like, it's the well. time. And really lovely and nice about it. And I'm just there like, please don't hurt me. Uh, yeah. And when you're in that mind frame of like, it's going to hurt, you it will hurt. Yeah, or tense, uh, but it's, it, it must be difficult to like get your head around it. Not like I don't know how you would even get your head around that. I mean, I quite haven't. And there's times where we we can't physically have sex, and that there are other things we can do. Yeah, but doing all the foreplay afterwards and everything when you're already feeling shit about yourself, mm -hmm. it just doesn't hit the same. It doesn't, and I it. just find myself not in it completely because I'm too busy trying not to beat myself up about the fact that I feel like I'm letting him down because he can't have sex with me and I want to have sex with him. Yeah. Because even though my sex drive is gone, I still want to have sex with him. Yeah. And I can't. And it's like, it doesn't matter what it's like, like a frustrating do, yeah. I can't get my body to participate, which is really annoying. But it's not something that like, it's, there's nothing wrong with your body. No. Like, you know, you've had cancer, you've been through this traumatic thing, like you're in the menopause now. This is just your new body and it's just a case of like trying to work out like what does and doesn't work for you and working at it together, I guess. Like it's a horrible mindset to think that like there's something I can't get my body to work. Like yeah. my body's working just fine. Yeah. But I'm so lucky because he finds me very attractive, which is it's great. And even though I can't you know, give him the sex life that he wants anymore. That doesn't stop him being, like, sexually affectionate towards me. Yeah. That kind of stuff. That stops. That hasn't gone anywhere. Uh, and that's amazing because it, I value so much knowing that he still wants me. Yeah. And that makes me want to keep putting ridiculous cream up with children. <laughs> with a toe. No, it doesn't seem to work. It doesn't. <laughs> Have you tried, like, just normal lube? Like, yeah. That just doesn't yeah. work just doesn't do anything it's so weird yeah so our sex life is basically non-existent do you have like um oral sex or yeah 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 and i did just is that like actually for his birthday i bought him a gift called called quickies mm -hmm. and it's basically um like scratch cards yeah and under there is a 30 minute or less sexual activity and nice event. oh that's really and the idea of it is to like reconnect and rebuild it's not yeah. about the having sex it's about the creating the intimacy yeah that comes with it so i bought him that for his birthday because i thought it was a good gift for me to show willingness that like i know i can't give you the end goal yeah right now but I, that doesn't mean I'm not willing to find a medium. Like, I still want to be intimate with you. I still want to have fun with you. Yeah. So let's try and and do that. Yeah. So I'm actually really excited for to try that. Well, that's cool. That's good. It, it, it's literally just things like, oh, you've got 20 minutes. 
here, here we go. Grab cheesy, like spontaneous, like yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing like less sexy than having to like plan. Like, oh wait, I need to put this cream in, and then I need to do this and do this and then tomorrow because I've got a cream tonight. And that just takes the whole like sexy thing out of like having sex. Yeah, <laughs> having to plan like <laughs> when you're gonna put the lube in and oh god, that is literally cringe just thinking about it. Oh, and I thought. Yeah, and I no, we don't envy you on that account. I feel like I'm fine, just not having sex. Actually, if you get to the same point, I've got some. Yeah, like, I just step around and be like, we need to find some of your weird lube. <laughs> Is there anything that like Shane could do to make you feel like to help you? I don't know. Obviously, it's, it is about like sort of body image and. He said that you don't like you don't find yourself attractive. Like he obviously tells you how much that he finds you attractive. Yeah, but it's I guess it's like there is anything he can do. Yeah, he does so much. Mm -hmm. He tells me I'm beautiful. He tells me I'm sexy. He's constantly like telling me his favorite things about me. If I get my boobs out in front of him, he would literally like just stop what he's doing. Yeah, nothing else matters except my boobs. <laughs> it's just like great. That's a great yeah. to be in, right? And even when we do try and have sex, he's attentive and he's careful and he's really good at checking that I'm okay. Yeah. Of course, isn't sexy, but, you know, because he knows I will willingly push myself through the pain mm -hmm. so that he can have what I want to give him. Yeah. Which is not a healthy no. place to be in. You shouldn't have to push yeah. the pain. So he's he's great. I think, it, I think a lot of it is just a my body needs to start behaving <laughs> yeah which you would you ever think of because i um basically asked to be referred to psychosexual therapy yeah had one session and actually it was super super interesting she has to sort of get to know you and what your sexual i don't know what i'm trying to say but like she has to get to know you on a very intimate level yeah, yeah. um and so she asks you sort of about like porn as well and like where where did you sort of like learn your sex education and i think like porn does have a lot to see for itself in terms of like the sex this is the sex you should be having this is how much you should enjoy it and like you know i don't this is maybe tmi but we're in it now yeah i don't TMI. all girls i'm from like penetrative sex I yeah have like clitoral stimulation and that's true of a lot a lot of women yeah actually quite a small percentage of women that like orgasm through penetrative sex and i just think porn or like films and tv like give you this warped sense of like what your sex life should look like even to the point where like i told her that like i have a really low libido and she asked me like how many times a month would i say that i'd like have the urge to like masturbate or something um and in a medical setting that's a fine question on yeah. a date that's not a fine question <laughs> <laughs> and i said maybe like two or three times a month and she was like oh it's really interesting that you'd say you had a low sex drive because that's actually quite normal whereas i was like okay. wait what like i thought i was so weird like not wanting to like have sex all the time whereas that's not reality and she's i sort of left that thinking like oh maybe i'm actually not yeah not as you know sexually inactive as i, you as I what i was so we definitely we definitely came into this in a place of like very high yeah like i've never been with anyone else and been having that yeah. much sex still that long into being with them either yeah. um, but do you reckon you would consider like there it's like sex therapy yeah definitely would i contacted the sexual care after radiotherapy yeah yeah yeah. that's what i thought yeah i also think it'd be really good for shane to come because i yeah. think it'd be good for them to talk to both of us yeah i 
love therapy. Mm-hmm. I think therapy is great. I think yeah. it's really helpful. But I definitely think there has to be more out there that can be done to help us on this. 100%. I am not prepared in my 30s to just end up sexless. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. We, it's a really nice thing to do with someone to like feel that close yeah. to someone. And I, I miss it. I do really, really miss it. Yeah. I don't think I tell him enough that I miss it. Right. But I do miss it. And I wish we could get even like a tenth of what we had back. Because at the moment, right. we've just gone from like 100 to zero. Yeah. I was on a uh, forwardy type class thing. And, and on there, there were a lot of older women who were saying that they had, they, they were like really likening what they were dealing with to what other people were saying who were in their like 40s or 50s and were going through menopause. Right. And I found it really hard to sit there and be like, mm. yeah, but it's normal, in inverted commas, for someone in their 50s and 60s to have a less active exactly. sex life. Yeah. And it is for me to be in my 30s and I'm not okay with that because I feel like I just reached a point where mm. I knew my body, I liked my body, I knew what I liked, I knew what he liked. We knew what worked, and then that was just taken away. Shane is quite lucky that we have, and sorry, my mum and dad, <laughs> filmed a lot of what we've done together because that's something that he liked. What's your favourite? Well, I feel like if I ever watched myself back, I'd be like, a little bit awkward to begin with. Yeah. But actually, I think because it's us, yeah. It's less awkward. Do you watch it together? Sometimes, yeah. Good. Yeah. Wow. Um, but that means that he's still got a sense of us. If, right. If he needs it. Yeah. Which I really appreciate because it's always, it's nicer knowing that when he is getting himself off, he's getting himself off over the yeah. roof. It's like I'm still serving some form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you serve so much purpose. I think, like, it's difficult because, obviously, like, relationships aren't just about sex. Like, no. that, you know, relationships are about so much more. But, yeah, like, as you said, like, you had such a great mm. sex life, so it must have affected your relationship. It comes from it. Yeah. Wow. I think because you're, when you're having sex, like, you're at your most vulnerable, right? Yeah. You're naked, it's just the two of you. Mm-hmm. And that creates intimacy. Yeah. And because you're not experiencing that or... When you are trying to experience that, you're false starting. Mm-hmm. You don't get that level of intimacy. It's really different. And yeah. I think the nice things like you'd have sex and artists, you'd just be kind of like chatting about love. Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. And like running your hands over each other. And, and you lose that as well because you're not in that like after sex glow. Yeah. You just like get into bed like, night. Yeah. See you in the morning. <laughs> I know that I now reach out for Shane a lot more in the night than I used to I used to do a lot of reaching out to like check he was there almost because he's not a very good sleeper but I'm aware that now I need to be in contact with him more right yeah to stay asleep or feel comforted Mm -hmm. and I think that's because I'm not getting comfort through the set right okay I used to love like a cuddle and then like you can go back to your own side now Whereas I feel like now I'm like, just don't touch me. No, don't. <laughs> so after um, I'd had surgery, it's, it's this funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> I love the funny. 
None of this is funny, but yeah. it is. After I, the whole time I was like saying to Shane, I was like, this isn't going to ruin our sex life. This is it. We're still going for it. Whatever. Had surgery. It was obviously very, very fragile. And Shane just would not touch me yeah. at all. He was terrified of hurting me, which is, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after about two weeks, I'd like been dropping hints mm. and like, you know, making moves. And he'd been like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember like just messaging him and being like, you can have sex with me, you know? And he was like, yeah, I know, but I don't want to hurt you. And I was like, you are. I was essentially really aggressive about it. And he was like, okay, sh- sh- shall we? And I was like, yeah, let's. <laughs> love it. I love it. Business. It's not sexy because you're still in a bra. Like you have to be in like tight sports tight bra. Basically. So that stayed on. And, you know, we got going. And then like the movement. And I was like, oh, what? this is not, a- <laughs> not such a good idea. And then I regret everything. <laughs> We're having sex. I'm lying there like. Holding my boobs the whole time, like literally <laughs> pressing it. And he's like, Is this okay? I'm like, Yeah, this is lovely. This is honestly good. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, he's fine. Let's keep up his sex Like, waist down one's great. <laughs> Above, really painful. Oh, good. It was, I think, like, I look back on that now and think, like, stupid idea. But actually, like, it was so important to me at that point that we yeah. didn't lose that. And everything obviously got way yeah. worse. And I think it is a frustration. And like, I mean, obviously, I don't know what Shane would say if he was here. But like, people, I guess, who haven't had that experience, who haven't had cancer, like, they don't know what to say or what to do or how yeah. to touch you. Like, um, so I'm, I'm glad. Good for you for basically just being like, fuck you, you're having sex. And now <laughs> it's like, oh, what you want to? Like, like Thursday at nine. <laughs> Because I've got cream. Greenland, you know, that's what I love. I've got to prepare this breathing. <laughs> Probably should have a shower. Yeah. That's a lot of work these days as well. <laughs> it's so interesting, though, because obviously we've got such complete, like, different, I guess, opinions. Because obviously I'm dating, very yeah. active, whereas you're, like, obviously going through a relationship. And I can't really speak too much on the sex thing because I've not had sex in a long time. I feel like it probably will be quite a while before I have sex again. Um, if Angel's anything to go by. Also, I live with my parents still, so I don't <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. And it's so awkward. Imagine me being like, do you want to come back to my parents? No. <laughs> um, so it's just really interesting to hear, like, your perspective on it. And I think, like, I mean, I've, yeah, I've not had sex in a while, but I've never been, I've never had the highest of sex drives. Like, I've never been like, oh my God, I must have you now. Yeah. Um, so God knows what it's going to be like now after cancer. But yeah, it's interesting to hear because obviously you went from like having sex a lot to having nothing. Like I it's... think we've had sex in every room in this house. Uh, I'm sat on Kate's bed for like an hour. Is it has for a Okay, well, good <laughs> I should uh, have probably can have sex with them now. <laughs> okay, I'll um, I'll get out of bed. Give myself out somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to share your story? We'd love to hear from you, whether you've had cancer or not. Slide into our DMs on Instagram at one lump underscore or two. Or email us at one lump or two pod at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye!